0: everybody. Welcome to the Pays Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. We have with us on this podcast a very special guest, Jeff Dutra, who is the Senior Portfolio Manager for Mortgage-Backed Securities at Voya Investments. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Very good to talk to you today, Kevin. You know, what we wanted to talk to you guys about in podcast land is, you know, I, I get a lot of questions with what's going on in this low rate environment. Are there any any fresh ideas out there that we could be looking at, you know, where you don't really want to take on too much risk with respect to duration or going down the credit curve? And, and usually my answer lies in the securitized product space, which is, you know, specifically we're talking about um, mortgage backed securities, things along those lines that I I think people are, are generally familiar with. You know, more often than not, people talk about treasuries or corporates, things along those lines. But you know, we feel there's opportunities in the mortgage-backed security space. And that's why I wanted to have Jeff on to, to get his take on things and, and where that market stands. So, Jeff, if I could, I'd like to ask you a, a couple of questions. And and the first one, you know. I think goes right to the heart of the matter. You know, what role, where do you see securitized debt playing in a diversified portfolio?
1: Yeah, Kevin, this is a question we get quite often. And really, the answer is quite simple. The the primary benefit is going to be the potential for uh, superior yields and spreads, while at the same time diversifying both the, the macro and the micro risk specifically away from corporate credit, and I guess it's probably important to understand the depth and breadth of the securitized market. It is is a very large uh, asset class, you know, depending on your data source. This market is over, well over $12 trillion in size with cash flows, as you said, both short and long, and risk profiles from below investment grade through explicit government guarantees and so adding these assets greatly enhances the risk profile of of any portfolio and and as i kind of mentioned uh, most of these assets do not share corporate credit risk that dominates equities and and a lot of bonds and so uh, these assets give exposure to different things like the housing market or consumers and their credit profile and and other real assets and so it's just different altogether. So
0: I mean, with that in mind, so I guess it would be safe to say this—it's this could be thought of as, as say, another diversifier, something that doesn't have correlation, say, to that risk side of the the, the portfolio, the equities, the corporate bonds. Would that be a fair to say?
1: That's precisely what we're getting at. Absolutely, and it still offers competitive yields and spreads. Yeah. The one other aspect,
0: you know, we had a Fed meeting. Um, last week. and obviously they're they're moving, it would appear um, into taper mode. Uh, in other words, for those of you out there, that would be reducing the purchases on their balance sheet doesn't mean they're eliminating them it means they're going to reduce the pace of these purchases and and to quote the fed they use the term may soon be warranted so obviously they have been buying treasuries and mortgage-backed securities and i know a question that i got before when we went through this process a few years ago after the financial crisis, is how should we expect the mortgage-backed market um, to behave? And and is there anything we can learn from the prior tapering experience that you think would be useful for our our listeners to hear?
1: Yeah, there has been many, many lessons learned from the time period of 2013 and into 2014, i.e. the last time uh, the Federal Reserve went into their, their tapering cycle, if you will. We, we got the statement yesterday, and specifically it said the committee judges that a moderate a moderation in the pace of asset purchases may soon be warranted, as you just mentioned. And and this was kind of a new statement, and Powell said it was unanimous according to uh, you know all the committee. But this actual statement was fairly well broadcasted and expected by the marketplace. And so the immediate reaction, for example, in mortgage securities is they actually went tighter relative uh, to treasuries and finished the day pretty much on spread. Uh, Today, we're trading about flat once again. So I really can't stress enough that Uh, There are major differences in 2021 versus 2013-14. There is not going to be any tantrum, whether that be in mortgages or other asset classes, with the tapering of purchases. You know, tantrums come from surprises. There are no surprises here. And as we've already mentioned, the market has evolved and global markets are different. Uh, So this is a much different environment. And uh, I think the immediate impact that we are seeing is that we do continue to expect kind of a modest widening and what I'll call generic kind of production mortgages. And, and so you, you would probably want to avoid that as a passive allocation. But if you're into an active allocation where you can do off benchmark cash flows, you're going to be doing quite well.
0: You know, I think that's interesting. You you mentioned taper tantrum. Um, Myself, Jeremy Schwartz, our global head of research and Dr. Siegel, uh, professor at the Wharton School of Business, we've been doing some presentations together and he was Saying that he saw this episode as perhaps having taper tremors, not taper tantrums. But you know, to your point up to now, I don't even know if we've had taper tremors, um, especially too from what you just mentioned as well. I know from my vantage point, focusing on what's been going on in the treasury market. Although yields have been rising here in, in a little bit of the post Fed meeting environment. So, I mean, do you think that's that's a good way of looking at it? That's certainly not a tantrum, but you know, could could tapered tremors, would that be something perhaps we could look at? Or or do you think maybe the Powell and company have done such a good job with their forward guidance that, you know, maybe even we can get past tremors?
1: So the market never moves in a linear fashion. (laughs) We would love it to do so, but it's not going to happen that way. So whether it be small tremors, or whether it just be some measure of, uh, you know, ups and downs as we go throughout time, throughout the cycle. Uh, I would suggest to you though, as you've already pointed out, that it's critical on the guidance, the signaling that the Fed has done and what they've really learned since the 2013 time period is you really don't want to have any of these surprises. The market doesn't like uncertainty. The market doesn't like surprises. And so the guidance specifically from Powell, but even from the larger FOMC is really critical in keeping uh, volatility, macro volatility down And more specific to these asset classes, rate volatility subdued. And that's exactly what's been going on. Uh, You also have to put that in the context of global rates. Where are global rates? It would be impractical to think that U.S. Treasury, for example, can meaningfully sell off on the 10-year level or whatever point on the curve that you want to make in the context where... Euro rates are negative in many cases. Japanese rates are negative in many cases. It's just not compatible with the global environment.
0: You know, I I think those are some great insights, and and hopefully for those of you guys listening out there, you're you're getting a, a little bit of a, a fresh taste as I started out with here, for something within the fixed income arena outside of the Treasury, corporate, and even municipal space, and and kind of to put a little bow on this, um, the Wisdom Tree Mortgage Plus Bond Fund, the ticker MTGP offers investors a way to tap into this securitize space that we've been talking about here. So certainly um, go online, go to www.wisdomtree.com, learn more uh, about this. We'll be writing a a blog as well. So um, Jeff, I'm going to sign off here. Thanks again for coming on. I hope to have you on in the future.
1: Excellent conversation, Kevin. Appreciate your time. All
0: right, everybody. Be well and have a great rest of the week. And before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.
1: Investing in a mortgage and asset backed securities involves interest rate, credit, valuation, extension and liquidity risks and the risk that the payment on the underlying assets are delayed, prepaid, subordinated or defaulted on. Fixed income investments are also subject to credit risk, the risk that the issuer of a bond will fail to pay interest and principal in a timely manner, or that a negative perception of the issuer's ability to make such payments will cause the price of the bond to decline. Forside Fund Services LLC is the distributor of the fund.